It's 12 minutes past eight on the 12th of February, 2013. My name is Geraint Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 34 of Errand of Mercy. And you join us in the week where a Pope has resigned, where North Korea has got a nuclear bomb, uh, where the headline fetish porn mogul arrested by, for cocaine possession by cops investigating indoor shooting range in his dungeon was used um and at this juncture i feel we really need to lay down some ground rules is that okay simon i think that if you were going to pick a week to uh, <laughs> to get raided by the cops if you were that guy you've picked a good week it's, it's a yeah. big it's a big news week if any <laughs> if any week you're going to get swept under the carpet it'll be this week <laughs> so yeah i wanted to just start off by with things that absolutely have to stop this week that's okay that's fine is it um, related to this story by any chance no it's not related anyway to that story all right okay you're fine with that <laughs> it's not related to any of those stories okay cool what has to stop this week is people quoting celebrities and by quoting celebrities i mean making up things and then saying that celebrities said them even though they didn't can, can we please stop doing that <laughs> i kind of in, like i kind of enjoy it when people do that with historical figures is that still allowed um what if they're doing it humorously yeah yeah like, for humorous purposes yeah like, no, always that, believe in your own justice that, attributed to abraham lincoln like I, i'm 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 okay with that what i'm not okay with is when i get like a thousand messages on my Facebook wall every week, but it's like, here's 10 things that Bill Gates said. And it's like, no, no, he never said those. Here's a thing. And Morgan Freeman said it. No, no, he never, you said that. And then you said, and Bill Gates said it. So you can't disagree with me. (laughs) The harbinger of truth that is Bill Gates. But that's the thing. You're basically, you're undermining your own arguments. Like it's such a shit argument I've got here. I've had to pretend it was made up by Bill Gates, who should agree with purely because he's rich. <laughs> you should. He has more money than everyone else, so you should agree with him. Yeah, said no one ever. Exactly. Like, and it's funny because, like, I'd say the trifecta of 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 like fake quotes are um, Bill Gates. Steve Jobs and like, but two, those two are basically the same thing. It's like they're rich, they were innovative, you know. And then Morgan Freeman. Well, yeah, because he, I believe that's probably based off the fact that he has quite a nice voice. Exactly, that's it. That like at least the other two, like even though it's still shit, but you need to stop doing. Like it kind of makes sense. It's like, well, you got to agree with Morgan Freeman because his voice sounds nice. <laughs> Did you uh, like if couple... that was the case? If that was the case, Barry White would have been dictator of the world, and he wasn't. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Got to send him to the ovens, baby. <laughs> uh, that would be a funky dictatorship. I like that you're starting starting off this week's show like with, with a Holocaust joke. Like, <laughs> Taking the high road. <laughs> well, you know, Nazis have been back in the news again this week because of uh, because of the Pope resigning. That was trending on Twitter again yeah, this week. Tra- I thought we'd all I thought we were all done with that joke. We were all done with the with the whole Hitler youth thing, but no, it's rearing its its wrinkly ballsack head again, which is <laughs> which I think is is a bit churlish at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's one of the problems I have with the Nazi joke is there are a lot better jokes to be made. Yeah, like, like the the actual defence and cover-ups of paedophilia that he actually did, allegedly. Yeah. The fact he was literally the leader of the Inquisition, I think, yeah. is something that's not brought up enough. <laughs> like, I bet they always fall back on the Nazi one. The yeah. Nazis are always just, they're just an easy laugh. It's safe, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's safe, safe now. Yeah, Hitler is a safe joke. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in a while, I think. <laughs> <laughs> For a while there, it was a bit patchy whether or not Hitler was was funny, but but yeah. we're on, we're back on it now. It's now all right again, <laughs> which is a relief to hear. Um, but yeah, that that that's um, that's that's a, a fair thing. I don't like. Recently, I was made aware of, of. I think I sent you a message about it. A a TV documentary show called Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman. 
which sounds like the best documentary to watch if you're faded. Um, I can't think of anything better to watch while you're high. Yeah, through the wormhole. Is that a space wormhole or is it a documentary about worms? No, it's it's like a. It's got loads and loads of series. It's a really long running documentary about space narrated by Morgan Freeman. That does sound. That does sound like a really good thing to watch at about four a.m. Yeah, it sounds better than anything that Brian Cox has put out. That's for sure. You do really hate Brian Cox. I really, really don't like Brian Cox. <laughs> I got into an internet fight about Brian Cox this week with okay. some first-year geography students. <laughs> wow, that's an intriguing step you've taken there. It was an intentional step. Just, you know, I said something on somebody's Facebook rule. A number of people I didn't know made some quite smarmy responses. And I was like, all right, all right, kids. You want to go? We'll go. We'll go a couple of rounds. Let's see what happens. Um, and as for, as per usual, everybody came off looking like dicks. But that's yep. fine. I entered into the situation knowing that would happen. But, I mean, you could say it's the only way that an internet argument can go. Yeah, really. there's no way that you can come out of an internet. There's no. I've never entered into an internet argument going thinking, oh, people will think better of me as a result of this. I was just pissed off with some children. So I was essentially just being an old man shouting, get off of my internet lawn at some kids. Um, to and... be fair, actually though, Simon, like this week, I think there was someone who broke that rule. Kind who was of. that? Um, that was William Shatner. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of William Shatner. I think he's been mentioned before. I do yes, quite like Star Trek. So um, yeah, this week, uh, William, William Shatner, he joined uh, Reddit, a website that I have, I believe, disparaged in the past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not a fan, I've got to no. say. Um, so yeah, William Shatner basically joined because he's already on Twitter. He's on. He's 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 always tweeting stuff. His old yeah. Bill. Um, and so like he like I, I guess some people on Twitter were like, "Oh, go on Reddit and do one of those Ask Me Anything things." And yeah. He was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll I'll go on that." Um, and so for a couple of days that was all right. And then I think on the third day, <laughs> William Shatner came down from the heights. <laughs> and said to the people um but what he said was um the unsavory aspects still exist i am pu- i'm appalled by some of the immature horrifically racist sexist homophobic ethnic etc posts that are just ignored here why are these accounts still active while reddit has done well getting interest from the mainstream i just wonder if allowing these children to run rampant and post whatever they feel will cause the most collateral damage if if reddit is biting off its own nose and taking that step to become a mainstream community wow which is pretty pretty on is pretty much exactly what the problem is with reddit (laughs) what you've what you've done there william shatner is you've you've been to a place you've you've kind of looked around they've been this is like (laughs) this is the forum where all of the ponies are and he's gone yeah that's interesting um i i just want to say something about this place (laughs) (laughs) you're all homophobic misogynist racists so yeah good i bid you good day and (laughs) and then he takes his hat off of the hat stand as he leaves yeah pretty much and i i kind of i i like that it really it takes an 81 year old man to go on go on an in, a website and call them out on their shit like, but it's not just any old 81 no, year old man it's yeah it's literally the king of nerds yeah and he's also he's also very coherent about it which i like i like yeah. coherency yeah, which I mean, like, really, I should have read that with far more dramatic pauses. Yeah, I? yeah, I know. Yeah, but we don't. We, I, I don't think we can do him justice. Also, no. I feel like reading William Shatner's stuff with dramatic pauses these days is just a little bit mean because I'm worried that it's not like a it's oh. not a foible of acting anymore. I'm worried that's just the way his brain works now. Oh, I hadn't considered that. Yeah. I- it's a great what I a way to... I mean I don't know his brain seems to be working pretty well to yeah exactly no you're right he'll 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 just be dead one day and we'll be like wow what a what an eloquent man to the end <laughs> and, but here's his proof that he's actually eloquent so good work yeah good work um and yeah reddit sort your shit out or else yeah. i'll tend you to disparage you <laughs> <laughs> Who we're going to get in next? Like we're just going to gr- gradually go down the list of Star Trek people. People, yeah. are gonna, Leonard Nimoy's next. He's waiting. Next, I mean, next I mean, week, George, Leonard George... Nimoy's going to make a Tumblr, and uh, and we're going to see what he thinks of that. Because I was going to say George Takei's already the grandfather of the entire internet. Yeah. So 
I mean, he's he's already got that shit sorted out, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe Leonard Nimoy. Um, I'm trying to think can... which other ones of them are still alive. Um, <laughs> Walter Koenig. No, I don't <laughs> think anyone's going to listen to it. Then we'll have to go down to next gen. We'll gradually have to go through all of the generations. We'll give them all a weird part of the internet to deal with. Yeah, and I... uh, we'll see how they do. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> just get. Just a put, battle royale. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Stewart. We can put him on fur affinity just to <laughs> see what he makes of that. You see, it's. I'm not too sure it's a good idea because, like, if you remember, like, they did that with the guy who played Q and My Little Pony, and now he's really into that shit. And, really? Like, Is that a thing? Yeah, he's like, he's, he's legitimately a brony now. It's like <laughs> the worst fucking thing in the world. <laughs> they should make a we we need to um, we need to redub a bunch of the episodes of um of next gen with uh, with stuff from my little pony all of hey, the, hey, all Simon, of Hugh's Simon, lines Simon how about we don't do that <laughs> <laughs> Actually that's a much better idea I've instantly reconsidered <laughs> Yeah please don't don't ruin something I love by melding it with something I utterly despise Oh you know, come on nobody likes the Q episodes well, I fuck Q's fucking awesome. Oh, he's like he's. The, I'm going to have a total nerd fight with you right now. Q, Q is the dictionary definition of a Deus Ex Machina. He's boring as fuck. Like That's whenever they like get the... to a point in the, in a in a series where like fuck, we've written ourselves into a corner and nothing interesting is happening. Uh, Q traps them all in the edge of space with the Borg. There, that'll do. That was a really good episode. It would have been better if the Borg had turned up in actual space, though. That would have been way more interesting. <laughs> right, I'm going to go on the total. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm going to go on a total Star Trek nerd out here, if you, if you <laughs> yeah. let me. Right, okay. The episode where Q takes them to the part of a galaxy where the Borg are. Um, so the Borg discover the humans, and that's why. And then later on, they attack. What Q? So the question is: Was Q revealing the humans to the Borg, and thus creating a threat for the humans to overcome, or was he warning the humans of the Borg? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So it's like he's 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 a multi-layered character. There's more to him than just like, oh, he's a god and he clicks his fingers and hilarious stuff happens, which yeah. is also a good part of his character, I would like to add. No, I think that that's, that's a boring part of his character. I don't, like, I don't like characters like that in science fiction. I just feel like they're, they're a, a, a lazy, lazy form of writing. <sighs> but then this is, a, this is his discussion between somebody who, who like, you, you really like Battlestar Galactica, don't you? Um, yeah, I did really like it, actually. I only, watched, I only watched it, like, a few months ago. Like, And, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I think that this is, a, this is like, a science fiction version of the argument between high fantasy and low fantasy, because I really like gritty science fiction. Like, I prefer that to things like Star Trek. So I think that's the issue. I think I like... You, you like gritty space operas, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I like things like... I I really like things where everything's coated in, like, grime and nothing really works very well because I feel like that's a bit more realistic. I don't really... I kind of prefer realistic science fiction to, to well, see, stuff I, like Star Trek and, and Battlestar. Hmm. Yeah, I, we see, yeah, Star Trek's more of a show about people... Like kind of like how people about humanity that so it's set in space so he can talk about humanity, but That's also kind of... occasionally Wesley Crusher gets seduced by space bears that turn into sexy ladies. Also, that happens. <laughs> that is such a bad episode. It's the worst. So anyway, yeah. end of end of low science fiction versus high science fiction conversation. I don't think that's the argument we're having here, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> I think that's that's my only issue with Q. I think that he he typifies everything that kind of annoys me about science fiction. Like he's just one of those characters. Like ah, oh, he could do anything. Well, great. Yeah, I mean, like, um, whereas my argument is, it's a show about people who can fly faster. Because, like, I mean, my whole thing was like the the Battlestar Galactica thing was loads of people were pissed off with the end of Battlestar Galactica for a reason I don't understand, and everyone was like, oh, but we know what about this, what about that, and I was like, it's a show about killer robots chasing a giant spaceship, you know, you've got to give some leeway on the reality of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I prefer stuff like Firefly. 
I like Firefly. Firefly's yeah. really good. Which is a show about people in space who are also cowboys and a bit sad, yeah. which is good. That's yeah, fun. It's a good show. Anyway, we we need to get off of this subject before we lose all of those new people who started listening. That's well. I mean, I don't know. They might like Star Trek. Hello, they might new do. Yeah, new <laughs> listeners. Do you like Star Trek? Please tell. I feel like I feel like new listeners are a girl that I'm awkwardly attempting to <laughs> chat up now. Hey, do you like Star Trek? <laughs> Let me show you my Star Trek cards. <laughs> oh dear! I actually uh, have some Firefly trading cards. Oh, one of right, which yeah, is okay, signed yeah, no, by. No, no, hey. There's an actual ending to this story, so let me finish. Yeah. One of my uh, Firefly um, trading cards is signed by Christina Hendricks. Oh, yeah, because you, you met Christina Hendricks before she was on Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, before so, she was famous for having that body that she has. Yeah, so, so you saw that body before it was famous. Yeah, I touched its hand. <laughs> That's not the worst way we could discuss this. <laughs> it was nice. Oh no! <laughs> right, you have somewhere else to go. From speaking this? of um, speaking of of kind of guys not really understanding how women work, um, the Nottingham University Conservative Association has been <laughs> in the news recently. Um, See, no, no story, <laughs> no story could e- could end well when it starts with the Nottingham University Conservative Association. <laughs> um, they've they recently chaired a debate, um, which um, which posed the the motion: This House believes that women who dress provo- provocatively are more likely to become victims of sexual assault. Oh fuck! Fucking hell! Yeah. Really? That's yep. you're going there. That that's what you're doing. The conservative of Nottingham University. That's yep. what. Yeah. But I think that. So my primary issue is this: is with, apart from the obvious, is Nottingham Conservative Association. You don't really like. I get that you're students and you've only just just uh, like kind of realize the revelationary piece of information that is the strawpedo but you need to understand how conservatives are you know viewed by everybody who's not conservative or a supporter of them and and chairing a debate that starts with this house believes that women who dress provocatively are more likely to become victims of sexual assault as the conservative association is, yeah. it's just not a good idea it's it's really asking for trouble. It's I what mean, like doing. That, well, well, they're they're asking for it. Really, they really are. Yeah, because I understand the way that a debating yeah. process is 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 yeah, meant you to say, work. Some, say something quite provocative, and you kind of and in doing so, you kind of encourage discussion. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah, not not that. <laughs> not that. Not that. And and not in those words. And no. not as the Nottingham University Conservative Association. <laughs> Like I don't want to, to kind of work out what would be a better way to to discuss that because like but it takes more thought and kind of to go through to come up with the name for that debate than just yeah women women, women who dress slightly get raped yeah basically. that's basically that, what you're saying that's yeah. what you're suggesting that you're saying but it's kind of sad well it's just like it's it's a, it's a new story about about right wing students being blunt which isn't a new thing that's yep. that's usually the the job of the left wing students to be unnecessarily blunt but they usually say things like if you think different things to me you're hitler which <laughs> you know is sweet and yep. you go oh you, that's cute oh, you probably only just learned about trotsky haven't you oh. Just, just oh, and you, little, you like, little baby Trotskyites. Yeah, and you like you squeeze their cheek, and they go, "Aww," and then they realise <laughs> that they should chill. But this is like the other end of that. This, like, this yeah, is the yeah. non-cute end of that. Yeah, this is the um, this this is the British libertarian end of that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, this, is, this is the this is the middle class white boy who went to boarding school and has a trust fund and doesn't yeah. un- and feels that he's the most oppressed minority in the country. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah, doesn't understand why he's not allowed to talk about this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good work. That's yeah. um, that's where I live at the moment, Nottingham, Nottingham <laughs> University. Good work. Yeah, you look. Do you, I mean, actually, I don't know where you live at the moment. So I haven't been to your new place, but you I don't. 
you live not far from the university? I do or? live not far from the university, um, yeah. just up the road. So, um, so I might pop in. Just, uh, well, I think this this debate is already taking part taking place. Yeah, it happened on the eighth of February, so I've missed out on it. But you know, you poor thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the thing is, like, there was a lot of hubbub over the picture they put up to promote said um said debate which is just like a picture that somebody's grabbed off of facebook of some girls partying oh but you can't see, even see what they're wearing that much they just, just kind of it, yeah it's just a group of girls partying and it's yeah. like and then, and then with the headline are these girls begging to be raped join <laughs> us for a debate yeah yeah exactly that's essentially what it is and I can only I can only tree symbol that does my head in. I can only hope they kind of like just grow up a bit and like learn the error of their ways. It's all yeah. we can really ask yeah, for. Yeah, because you know, university is a place where you're supposed to learn. Yeah, you're supposed to to grow as a person. Hopefully, they'll do that. They probably won't. They will. Like. They probably won't. No, they'll probably <laughs> next next week. Why can't we use the N word? They can <laughs> use it. Why can't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, it's basically the same argument. Isn't it, it is. It's yeah. essentially that. That's that's that would be probably less contentious because people would just be like, "Oh, here we go again." Um, <laughs> people wouldn't get offended. They'd just be like, oh, yeah, um, Speaking of like right wing idiots, um, there's something that's been happening in Fox News. Wait, zing! Hey, you know Fox News, Simon? Yeah, I know Fox News. They're um, they're they're good for a laugh. Yeah, they they've got a they've got a website which on which they post sort of articles and opinion pieces. Yep, um, and they posted the piece uh, in the last week uh, about the kind of why gay marriage is wrong. Uh, as as I believe we've mentioned, we're strong supporters of uh, of gay marriage. On yeah, this I show. feel like they've done this on purpose because last week at the end of our show, we told everybody to go out and marry a dude, but only if they're a dude. Then it would appear that the world has said no to this concept, which, you know, and whatever. That's the way you feel. Um, so they decided to illustrate this article uh, with a photo of a sort of a, a, a heterosexual married couple. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to show a picture of the perfect marriage, a man and a woman, as far as yeah. they think. Um, unfortunately for them, what they actually did was post a picture of a lesbian couple because <laughs> they thought one of the lesbians was a man. Awesome. Awesome. So, like this picture, it was, um, it was a photo of two um, women in New York on the top of the Empire State Building getting married. Um, one of them was dressed sort of in a white dress um, and the other one had very short hair and was dressed in a tuxedo. Um, there were still quite clearly two women, though. But um, yeah, yeah, Fox yeah. News apparently doesn't understand that women can also have short hair and wear trousers. <laughs> so just automatically assumed it was a man and, and just ran with that photo. It's nice. It's nice. Um, it's literally somebody like making a mockery of themselves due to their own prejudices. Yeah, exactly. A woman with short hair and trousers. Surely not. This must be a heterosexual couple. So yeah, good work, Fox News. I, yeah. I like I like the undermining your own argument before you've even begun you, that you've done there. Really. Yeah, yeah, nice work. It's like, oh man, look at this, look at this wholesome couple. It's like, oh, by, by the way, that's two two ladies. Oh shit! <laughs> I think that like my my girlfriend wears trousers and has short hair, and yeah, she's lot- straight. So you know, that's that's not really an indicator of anything either, no, is lo- it? Lots of lots of women wear trousers and have short hair. There yeah. are lots of men. With with long hair yeah it's kind of yeah some of them don't wear trousers but you know that's that's up to them fox yeah. news they can do what they want that's free country yeah people were people making a mockery of themselves um you know i would say um it's fair to assume that a lot of these people are uh are white christians yeah, um, we see a lot of those these days. I know. believe I believe the article was actually written by a by a by a white uh, Christian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you know they see a lot of them. See a lot of them in America across the pond having opinions about things. We're we're not disparaging Christians, by the way. No, that's fine. Christians, you feel free. But there's yeah. a there's yeah. but but let, like quite often when a, a a white Christian says something, people will be like, cool. But then <laughs> sometimes they say something and people go not cool and that yeah. goes on the internet and then uh and then people get 
get pissed off about it. That's kind of uh, it's kind of what we're dealing with here. Uh, with yeah. the headline: Indiana teacher wants straight prom. Oh, right. Uh, and has said LGBT people have no purpose in life. Whoa! Yeah, you've uh, <laughs> you've not done so well to begin with, but you've really put the last nail in your uh, in, yeah. in your coffin there. I, I yeah, it's, it's like kind of. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're going part of the way, you might as well go whole hog. Yeah, let's do but, this properly. That, that, that's one thing. I, I I kind of like. I can appreciate like you get like a lot of the kind of like 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 when this kind of like the gay marriage thing comes up. There's a lot of people. It's like I'm not homophobic, but and it's like well, <laughs> yeah, no, just if like this this person at least they're just straight up saying like yeah, I think they should all die. <laughs> I think they should be dead in ditches. Also, not at my kid's prom both of those things i guess they're 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 not mutually exclusive no they're definitely not they're definitely linked things those no purpose in life yeah wow so i guess they're basically saying that the only purpose in life is to have babies i guess is that what they're going yeah Yeah. i think that's what she's saying but you see this quite often don't you where you have like a there's a person there's a person who's got a really hateful view and you're like why do you think that and then you're like yeah they can't exist uh, because they're not doing this what well, I'm that I'm doing and that's the right thing and everybody goes yeah. we, we kind of feel a bit bad now because we're <laughs> going to attack you for being a bigot but it just turns out you're really fucked up <laughs> So we're just going to leave this one. And then those people don't get corrected, which means that they think they're right. And everybody's just kind of going, you should really tell her. You should tell her. Somebody somebody needs to tell her. Dave, you should tell her. Well, I can't tell her. I don't want to be an arsehole. Yeah, but she's saying that, that gay people don't have purpose in life. What does that even mean? I don't know, but it's on the internet. Somebody needs to tell her. And that just goes on forever. Yeah, forever. While so, she's going, no, no fags, no fags at my prom. And so what's going, so she's a teacher. At the she's school. a special needs teacher. Um, oh, whoa. <laughs> but wait, it gets better. <laughs> no, God. From Sullivan in Indiana. Um, yeah. She's joined a group of students, parents and other Christians in the community who are calling for a prom that bans LGBT people because they say that they have no purpose in life. Fucking hell. And therefore they can't, like, go to a prom, spikes and punch and then finger a girl in the back of a car. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> or, what they're, they're allowed to do. Or, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my purpose in life, G. I'm not sure about you. Um, or, I mean, like, obviously like proms are more of an american thing like yeah. uh, we did have i mean we had an end of end of year ball like when we did gcses i think they were but, just coming in as i left school like we had a sixth yeah. form prom well you see in sixth form i was i was friends with like the president of our, our sixth form colleges like uh student union and they like organized a uh a kind of a prom type thing um but obviously the problem is in britain was that it was upper six, so we were all eighteen. So we kind of like went there for a couple of drinks and then just went out to town. <laughs> um, my school made the intelligent choice to um, have the prom at a hotel out in the middle of nowhere, so there was nowhere for us to go, and uh, we just kind of stayed there and got wrecked. And I, uh, I, I have few memories of the evening, but the ones that do exist are me. What happened to me? Um, my ex-girlfriend had a date to the prom and i didn't and then she proceeded to dance with him to our song uh, when she knew i was watching i then fell over a table because i was drunk and twisted my ankle quite badly and had to make a makeshift crutch out of a piece of fence post i found and limp all the way home on my own so yeah, I feel that that kind of set the scene for the for the next couple of years of my life after after that prom. Uh, yeah, I think it prepared uh, me for a lot of things that were to come. So I think it was character building. Um, yeah. There was a lesbian there. 
So, right. You know. Well, I was going to say, you know, we can't just like let you know, kind of people should, you know, no matter their sexuality, should be able to experience brain yeah. straining, braining their ankle as they see their their teen ex, um, kind of dancing with another teen. Yeah. Like, who, who are we to take that joyous experience from these? People? These are formative events. So, but so, the thing is, I mean, I was going to say as well, how old are these kids? Um. It's I don't know. It's a it's a, um, a high school prom, so they must must be like that's, sixteen, that's, seventeen at the least. Yeah, because like, I've got an, I've I mean I all right. This is I don't know. This could be a controversial opinion. I'm about to voice here. Okay. Do you want to put, set the controversial opinion alarm off? I'm going to set that off. People who are pedants and need something to be angry about, stop listening now. Right. The other day I saw a thing, a friend of mine linked a thing on Twitter um, and it was a girl who'd come out to her parents um, as a lesbian um, by baking them a cake which said I'm gay on it and left a little, a funny little note saying like, I I really didn't know how to tell you. So I decided to bake you a cake because it's impossible not to love someone who's just baked you a cake. I mean, that's not verbatim, but that was basically what it said. And it was kind of funny and cute. And everyone was like, I read it a bit further and the girl was 15. Okay. And I was like, that's too young to be deciding who you want to be boning down on. You reckon? Do you reckon yeah. that? I'm pretty sure when I was 15, I would have had sex with anything that was vaguely the shape of a human being. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is always this always comes up with this kind of thing. Can children be gay? Can teens be gay? I think that. I mean, the, they probably can, but yeah. I think you just need a little bit more like time to like be sure like that's who you want to be. That's kind of like what you want to be doing. Like the I problem think to- that the problem that I kind of have. With this, especially this kind of situation is, and like kind of the way that media interacts with teenagers and stuff. And like, and when I was a teenager, it did it. It seems like it's doing it, it more now. That's probably because I'm outside of the being a teenager and I can look at it from a more informed point of view. It's probably yeah. just as bad then as it is now. All it seems like current media does is it goes up to teens with a big stick and it goes, choose a label. <laughs> That's pretty and much the, what's going And the teens go, ah! and it goes, choose a label. And they're like, I guess I I like the Smiths. <laughs> and they and then and then the media goes, Good. That is who you will be for the next five to ten years of your life. This is and this is the thing, like, okay, so there's this prom and this teacher wants to ban like gay kids from going, which yeah. is fucking crazy and stupid. But how does she or anyone else know who's who's fucking who, basically, yeah. in that situation? Because yeah. there's bound to be a lot of teenage about there who aren't entirely sure which way they want to go. Which is yeah. fine yeah. because like like I like I think really you don't ever have to make that decision, but if you do, if you do want to make it, you should probably wait a few years. Like, yeah, don't university. be locking in at the age of fifteen. Yeah, exactly. Go to university first and like realize that everything you thought fo- you thought you knew about sex was wrong first, please. <laughs> yeah, take it from G. <laughs> Not me. I'm a cool guy. I'm one of those cool guys that, that I've heard so much about. That's me. I don't know why. Why are you saying I'm not cool? I'm saying that, 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 don't worry. I'm just suggesting that you had to go to university to learn about sex, whereas I already knew about it, which is, which is 100% not true. Well, no, to be fair, it basically is true. Like, I yeah. mean, yeah. No, so. I mean, I mean, it's not true that I, I, oh, yeah, like okay. Worldly you, at that age. Yeah. yeah. No, no one's worldly. No, no one, how, how, however much they think is actually worldly at that yeah. age. Like, I was once put in a position um, as a teenager where where a, a young lady was essentially begging me for sex, and I quoted Bible verses at her and ran away. That's um, that's the kind of teenager you're dealing with. Um, yeah, I was once at a fancy dress party, uh, kind of around about the age of seventeen, possibly eighteen. And the thing is, probably about seventeen, um, and had a girl literally tear the costume I was wearing off me. Like, I mean, literally rent my clothes off me. And I, I didn't pick up on that hint. <laughs> <laughs> it is a subtle one. It's because, a subtle hint. Yeah, because at that time, 
I was a teen and teens are fucking st- To be fair, yeah. people are fucking people stupid. People are fucking stupid, but teen people, they be stupid as well. So, so, so Sullivan, Indiana, First Christian Church, they're, uh, they're coming out. They're saying things. Mm. They say the gays may not like the bad things you make mistakes at. That's, um, that's what one, one man said. What does that even mean? I know. There's a lot the of gays, like... The gays may lot not like the bad things that you... What? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a direct quote from uh, from a uh, from Jim Davis, a Christian who lives in Sullivan. He Dave- was actually, <laughs> it, it, interestingly enough, he was one of the members of the church who were against this um, this anti gays prom that they're. Oh, so that they're he's, he was on. actually in favour of gays going to proms. So he wouldn't be able guy. to tell though. He just said a thing. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. said a, a number of words. Yeah. But, so I yeah. think what we're dealing with here is we're we're dealing with lots of people who say numbers of words but no real sentences. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what's the town called? It's called um, it's called Sullivan, Sullivan in Indiana. Um, yeah. So, sort your shit out and just let people be themselves. Also, right? your your prom, your church ran anti gays prom. Sounds like the shittest prom. Yeah, because like, not the prom that you want to be at. No, but like, let's face it, they're all going to be going. Like, all the kid, cool kids are going to be going to the crazy other prom where yeah. just anything goes. Yeah, exactly. And by anything goes, I mean teens awkwardly looking at each other from across the room, and then two guys have a fight because one of them sl- could have made out with another one's girlfriend or That's boyfriend or boyfriend. You in know, this case, yeah. any could happen. Anything could happen. So yeah, go to that prom. That's going to be just as awkward, but in a more inclusionist way. I guess what we're saying is that no matter who you ban, proms are still going to be shit. Talking about like the whole way we deal with sexuality, we, I think weekly we do end up in a period of the show where we end up on this subject. It's I think some- it's because it seems like lots of people make this whole thing a lot more complex than it needs to be. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think there's also just a lot about it going on in the news at the moment. It's a yeah. hot button topic. We're I imagine... with simplicity here at the Errand of Mercy. We'd like um, to try and keep it simple. So Saturday evening, met up with some friends and we went to, there's an Ethiopian restaurant in Manchester called Habisha, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, I will say it's in, Ethiopian food is absurdly filling. I kind of like went there as a last minute thing. I was going to see my friend and then she was like, oh, um, we're going to a beach. Do you want to tag along? And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, and I really wasn't in the mood for it. So I didn't really eat much. But anyway, I kind of got there before this group of people. And Habisha's, um, it's just off Canal Street, um, which is residents of Manchester, although it's kind of like the gay village, um, mm-hmm. somewhere where Simon frequented frequently while he was in university. Well, yeah, this is a this is a, a, a thing that I may have talked about on the show, the show before. I've Definitely. never had to buy myself a drink. You've mentioned this like every other show. <laughs> it's just because it's, it's a point of pride for me. It is. I know it's fine. I mean, it's it, it's a good thing. I I mean, I, I if I was getting bought drinks left, right, and centre, I'd be bragging about it as well. I think um, it was it was just a nice place to be. Lots of uh, lots of guys who are very nice to me. I'm not sure why. They probably just think that I say cool things. Um, so anyway, I got there a bit early. So I was just waiting outside the entrance to this restaurant. Um, and on the other side of the road from me is um, is uh, what I would describe as a gentleman's bathhouse. Um, <laughs> I I don't know the name of the establishment, but um, anyone who's anyone who's walked kind of like through Canal Street in Manchester probably knows exactly the place I'm talking about. It you looks... are dealing with this with this with all of the aplomb of like a, a flustered BBC local radio DJ. It's quite sweet to listen to. Um, it's the skeeziest looking fucking place you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like um so anyway i'm stood there texting my friend like kind of asking whether she's going to be there soon and i look up and like so it's like about eight o'clock on a saturday night on canal street so there are people absolutely everywhere you know people of all ranges of sexuality so really no one's judging yeah and yet there's this one dude who keeps like poking his head out of the door seeing there are people and then like jerking like jumping back inside and i watched this guy for like about five minutes like just every kind of every minute just poking his head out. it's like oh shit there are still people there and kind of going back in 
I'm like, dude, do you know where you are? Like, everyone knows what's going on here. No one's judging you for it. What? So he doesn't. So he thinks that that he's he's on the down low. He uh, yeah, I that- think. I think that's what was he's kind of like on the download and wants to like make a break for it. But you know, unfortunately for him, he's surrounded by crowds of gay people who will yeah. judge him for coming out of aforementioned gentleman's bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like the craziest thing I'd ever seen. Like if you're like if you're like you'd have to have a lot of courage basically to yeah. go into a really skeezy gay bathhouse in the yeah. first Yeah. Why the hell are you so sheepish now on the way out? Well, what have you it... done in there? Yeah, I was going to say, what next level freaky gay shit have you done in that bathhouse <laughs> yeah. that's made you... <laughs> I want to see it before and after as well. I want to see that guy go in. Right? <laughs> what, just sort of striding in? Striding in, proud and gay as the day is long, and then like <laughs> sticking his head out like, oh my God, fucking hell. What if they heard? What if they heard me and those six guys... It's really weird, though, because I've come across a very similar situation as well once before. Um, there was in the Northern Quarter, and they were having, like, a, one of their street parties up there. So, like, they closed the street off, and there were, like, people sitting around drinking, and there was food and stuff. There were loads of people around. It must have been, like, a bank holiday or something. Um, and, like, the Northern Quarter is full of basically sort of uh, pretentious bars and restaurants, uh, record shops, and, like, a couple of sex shops that are still left over from when it was like the red light district of Manchester. It's a really weird place, isn't it? It is a It's a very odd place. But yeah, there's these like couple of like sex shops there. Um, and what happened was like the road had been closed off and like one of these sex shops was kind of therefore like on the street of the street party. And there was like a dude who kept doing the same thing, like kind of poking his head out, kind of shit, there's still a street party going on. Because, like, bear in mind, this is about one in the afternoon and this thing was going on until like midnight. Or yeah, something. you're going to be there for a while. And there was like, if, you, if you're going to already go into a shop to like, I don't know, jack off to a, like, porn film, which is, like, I mean, there's a whole next level of, like, weird shit going on with those places anyway. Like, yeah. just man up and walk out. Like, most, yeah. like, no one's going to notice. Like, no one you know is going to be in that crowd. Yeah. Like, you're, a, you're like, a sort of 40-year-old dude in a trench coat, like, coming out of a sex shop. The people in the street parties are all, like, hipsters and people who work at the BBC. They're not going to give a fuck. (laughs) They don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's, yeah, you see these people, don't you, who are definitely, they're, like, they're living in a parallel world to the one that we live in, where... Yeah, they're they're living in a world where they're on the down low. You're exactly right. Like, everyone else is like, no, you're really not. (laughs) Thing, that thing that you think is a thing, it really isn't a thing it's anymore. Thing. Just so yeah, just everyone be out and proud about your sexuality. <laughs> Whatever it is you're doing, do it yeah. with do it with pride and, and gusto. <laughs> yeah, don't let anybody stay in your path. That's what I learnt from Miss America last year. Yeah, you, can't let, you got to be like Pretty Woman. You can't let anybody stay in your path. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's some advice from uh, from me, G, and Miss America. For you. Yeah. Who wouldn't want all of that advice? Great yeah. sister. <laughs> I've got some, some more advice for you. All right, cool. Lay it on me. <laughs> this is probably a piece of advice that, that you probably already feel like you know. A lot of people already know this anyway, but I know at least one person didn't. Don't don't drink up to 10 litres of Coke a day. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. Um, because if you're... Um, if you're... New Zealander Natasha Harris, it could be implemented in your untimely death of a cardiac arrest. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of 10 litres a day. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's a lot. How expensive would that be? I know, man. That's like, I mean, I don't know, like 15 quid or something a day on coaches' work. I mean, like, what, a two litre bottle is about like, Sort of three quid or something, isn't it? Yeah. Would you say that sounds about right? I'm gonna check the Tesco's website and see what if we yeah, can get an up to date GDP average on that for you. Like Coca Cola ten LT. 
Uh, let me have a look at this. Oh, let's listen to that research. Yeah, That's on. the sound of research. Um, I don't think you can buy 10-litre bottles Well, no, of course you can't England. buy a fucking 10-litre bottle of Coca-Cola. That's an impossible... That's like... Okay. That's an impossibly large amount of liquid. We're talking about... <laughs> we're that's talking... five two-litre... Like, you know the massive two-litre bottles? Yeah. That's five of those, right? Yeah. So search for a two-litre bottle. Okay. You can buy 10-litre bottles of Coke in um, in the US. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Shut up. You that's totally not can. a thing. How, the f- what? How would you even carry one of those? You could. You totally can. That's no, that's a lie. Yeah, yeah. American okay. listeners, please, please go on our Facebook group. That's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy and tell Simon that he's a liar. Okay, well, I'll, I'm going to send you some proof now. You're about to get a, I'm, I'm about to send you a truth load. Check that bad boy out. All right, let's have a look at it. Whoa, what? Yeah. What the fuck, America? Look at us. We're we're still fucking with like a two litre regular bottle. They've got 10 litres over there. I like the fact in this, they're comparing it to a regular bottle. Their their regular bottle is three litres. Yeah. What the shit? (laughs) America is doing it right. They're not. (laughs) All wrong. Dying. Like, I mean, I'm not a man who drinks a lot of like soda pop. Like, um, I'll probably drink like a. I'll have like a diet coke. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of diet cherry coke. That's like my favourite soda. I think this we mentioned before. Oh, I like I'll regular have... cherry coke. Yeah, I've, I don't know the diet one's nicer somehow. But so yeah, that's like my cola of choice. But yeah, and that's like a week, maybe a weekly treat. You know, yeah. If if that, yeah. like, Jesus, ten liters a day. That of... would cost you ten pounds a day ish in um, in England. Like so, I mean, and I, I guess like New Zealand's kind of like a bit out of the way, isn't it? So it's probably going to yeah. cost more, isn't They've it? They've got to import it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's um, she she had to have her teeth removed because they've become so degraded from drinking so much Coca Cola. It's quite a, <laughs> it's it's harrowing. It's yeah, it's pretty harrowing. It's but not like, great. Did no one say like just like drink water or something. Yeah, like. Yeah. That, I mean, a lot has to happen for you to drink so much Coca-Cola, you will die. Yeah, what? she basically got addicted to it. And it's only been, it's been implicated as a possible cause of death. Um, right. Some experts on the, who've, who've examined the body have said that it's, it's possible that it was something else, but it's, it's been implicated as a possible. Well, I mean, if uh, you're drinking that much sugar day in, day out, you're going to yeah. have a heart attack sooner or later. That much sugar and caffeine and shit. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at daily one kilogram of sugar and 970 milligrams of caffeine. Fucking uh, hell. A can of relentless. A can of relentless. diabetes is what they had. All of the diabetes. Yeah. Um, um, a standard can of Relentless, if I remember correctly, contains forty milligrams of caffeine. So put that together, put that puzzle together. Yeah, and you end up with a dead person. You end up with one dead person. So yeah, don't drink that much Coke, guys. It's yeah. not it's not great for you. Make it a sometimes thing. Like Definitely, meth. yeah. Make like meth. Make it a sometimes thing. <laughs> 10 litres a day. Christ almighty. Um, So um, I'm going to just, I I can't work out a seg for this, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, Okay, it's fine. I've got got a friend who um, who I'm going to call Phil uh, because his name is Phil. (laughs) Um, And like he's he's lived in the same flat for a few years, but like recently, like his flatmates have changed, so his landlord's taken the opportunity to like change the tenancy agreement. Um, And like basically i mean this has kind of gone a little bit viral you might have already seen this because um basically phil was reading the tenancy agreement and came across like what some of the craziest sub clauses to a tenancy agreement i have ever seen in my life so you might have seen these already but um i'm gonna read these out to you uh verbatim this is the section um please do section 3.3 nuisance and noise 3.31 
not to or allow or be done on or in connection with the premises anything which shall be or tend to be a nuisance or annoyance to the person residing, visiting or otherwise engaging in a lawful activity in the locality. That's the first point. So someone don't do something that will piss off normal people nearby. But but phrased in the mentalist yeah. way ever. Yeah. Okay. Three point three two. Not to make or allow any unreasonable noise, and in particular, not to hold or allow to be held any social gathering, not to sing or allow singing. Wow. Not to use or allow to be used any vacuum cleaner or other mechanical appliance. <laughs> So, so this guy's this guy's landlord's a luddite. Yeah, this yeah this guy's landlord is basically a Puritan from out of the sixteenth century because he's not allowed to gather. He's not allowed to let people gather at his house, like any amount of people. He's not allowed to sing or allow anyone else to sing in his house. <laughs> no, don't and, do that. My landlord will kick me out. And he's not allowed to use any sort of mechanical appliance including a vacuum cleaner <laughs> uh, wow phil is currently in the process of trying to uh, get his landlord to realize that this is a stupid thing and he's not going to sign it but so far they are being intransigent about oh, wow <laughs> so yeah that's um that's going. That's what's going on in in Manchester landlord news. I think I um, I once had a kind of a, an odd, an odd tense agreement in Manchester. It was never anything that crazy, but there was one that um, there was one that I had to sign that said, um, in the area where it's like running businesses from the from the house, it's like not to run any kind of legal business like this, that or the other. And then the clause after that was not to run any illegal business such as meth lab, crack house, unsanctioned brothel or speakeasy. <laughs> wow. And I was like, has the landlord have this happened before? That, I mean, that sounds like all of those things have at some point happened. So, because, like, you would normally just say, don't do anything illegal in my house, which is yeah. fair enough. But, like, yeah. the, the specificity of it yeah. is, but that, yeah, that's obviously happened. And there was another one about um, not doing anything within the premises that would be against good Christian morals. Right. Okay. And I was like, "What does that entail? What 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 interpretation of the good book are you using to define these good Christian morals?" Um, was this your massive awesome house on the Upper Brook? Oh, it no. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So it was totally worthwhile because, as far as I remember, they were actually really they were actually really good landlords. Yeah, I think that she. I was speaking to her about that, and she was just like, "It just like you know, because it was essentially in Moss Side." I yeah. think it was just to try and scare off people who wanted to start up crack houses. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Because it was such a big house. I think it was, was it was idea. a massive house. Yeah. Um, it's good but, times. Good times were had in that house. Exactly. So. I don't think she needed to worry about us having having <laughs> like running crack houses because yeah. it was just like me and a bunch of physicists. <laughs> yeah, that 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 crowd was definitely not going like setting up a crack house. But you know, you never know with scientists. Like yeah. like you know, when you get sort of chemists and pharmacists stuff, they're always cooking up all sorts of could crazy be, shit. It, it could be um, a crossover between the Big Bang Theory and Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody loves those things. But, I, I mean, like, we, we've both been to university and both known science students. That does happen. <laughs> that kind of thing happens. Usually it's just like, let's put these things together to see what explodes. It's not yeah. usually, let's make meth, because yeah. that's that's pretty complex. All right, I want to um, just kind of wrap up a story we've discussed in an earlier show. Um, you may remember I talked about a, a, a Japanese hacker who I believe was called, was it something like Enkaku? Enkaku, yes. Enkaku, um, who um, was kind of going crazy all throughout uh, all throughout Japan, um, just to kind of remind you of what he did. He uh, he, he, he hacked the... Uh, the uh, computer of d a director of an anime series um, and uh, kind of turned his computer into sort of a tro Trojan horse thing to send messages out. Um, 
threatened to blow up the Imperial Palace and Nintendo, I think, um, and attached uh, evidence of his crimes to a cat uh, and then forced the Tokyo Metropolitan Police to kind of track, try and find the cat. So had them chasing cats all around kind of the country to try and find his crimes. Um, I can report that uh, Enkaku, also known as Yusuke Katayama, who is 30 years old, has now been arrested. Oh, no. He had a good run. He did have a pretty good run. Um, He was arrested. um, Okay. Japan's ANN News reports that the day before Katayama was arrested, he spent about an hour at a cat cafe in Tokyo's Asakusa, where he ordered beer and played with cats. (laughs) Um, So there are pictures of him holding cats apparently i i like that this is just it's not the cat cafe this is a cat cafe i guess this is some other crazy shit they do in japan yeah i mean i've heard I, i've heard of like some crazy ass cafes they've got in japan but this is apparently one where you go and just hang around with cats i mean i like cats but do i like right. but but do i like cats enough to to like order out for cats i yeah. think so no um so, I mean, we discussed what this guy would look like. Um, there have been pictures posted of him. Um, we were kind of like, I think we were concerned that he would be sort of pasty, pimply, overweight, covered in Cheeto dust. Yeah, just a real letdown in every way. Um, he basically just looks like, I mean, it's a bit chubby, but he basically just looks like a totally ordinary guy. Yeah, that's He's usually like, the trick, though, isn't it? Hiding yeah. in plain sight. He is basically the most ordinary-looking guy I've ever seen. He's I just want to like... tell you a story, actually, that's just recently come to mind um, mm. That about when I was at, what was it, the gaming festival that I went to. Um, uh, Eurogamer. Eurogamer. Well, I, I was can... at Eurogamer. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a, um, so this is a story I didn't want to tell too close to the, the event because I didn't want to get in trouble with Treyarch, who are the company who make... Um, uh, Black Ops and right, so yeah. on and other Call of Duty titles at the moment because um, we were chatting to the dude on the stool and um, had a very nice conversation with him and they were saying that um, the day they were they were searching bags on that day they weren't searching bags the day before mm. and um, they're like they're, there's hackers here trying to steal the source code for Black Ops 2 right um, via Wi-Fi so they're trying to hack the system by Wi-Fi yeah. get the like whatever the beta version of black ops 2 they're running for the pre-release yeah this was before it came out for the multiplayer pre-release and get it on the internet to just to fuck with treyarch mm. and um they were saying they were expecting two known hackers yeah. to um to be there who are like really famous guys in the uk and mm. europe because it's a european thing yeah. and he's like but we've had a bit of an issue with it and i'm like well what is it he's like well they gave us this and he shows us this two-sided like kind of hundredth generation photocopy grainy picture of yeah. these guys first of all they look like the same guy. <laughs> and then, so he shows me both the pictures. I'm like, is that the same guy? And he's like, no, those are different guys. And I'm like, well, what's the problem? And then he just gestures to all around me. <laughs> and I look back and there's just a bunch of dudes who look like that. So it, is it basically just like slightly podgy dudes, glasses, a hoodie? <laughs> yeah, just, just like normal guys. I don't <laughs> yeah. think that like, if you dress like, one of the character cards from Netrunner, they're going to pick you up pretty fucking fast, I think. You're not going to stay out on the street for long. No. (laughs) Um, But it's a shame that he's been brought to justice. I think it's kind of, like, it's a bit of a letdown that they caught him through, like, a fucking, like, like, end of episode of CSI two-minute wrap-up. Like, that's it. The cats. The cats are the key. Find me. Triangulate all of the cat cafes in a yeah. five-mile radius of where the signal's coming from. Um, so, yeah. that that I mean, it, I guess it's a kind of a sad end because I think we'd hoped he would have more fun with this. But, yeah. like... The good fun, not the bad sort of fun. Yeah, not not the uh, not the not the not destructive fun. We were down not... with the. I think we we're down with the cat thing because that was yeah. hilarious. Not so much down with the bomb threats and the hacking. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So if he if he he'd only just stuck to cats, 
we would have been we'd have been fine with him, and so would the internet because the internet loves cats. Yeah. Um, a thing a thing um, I'd like to end on. I think we're getting close to the end of our time. Yeah, I think um, we just just before we forget, um, join our Facebook group if you are a new listener. Hello, I'm sure you're wonderful. Um, that's uh, errand of mercy uh that's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy and yeah subscribe to the show on itunes yep. uh, leave reviews and stuff um please send us messages and we're also both on twitter i'm yep. dot underscore communism yeah you are um if you if you enjoy nightmares fused with with the music of mumford and sons um, follow us both on Twitter. That's our our current Twitter hashtag, Mumford Nightmares. Um, and uh, and also, I'd, I'd like to. Say, I I still love getting messages from uh, listeners to the show. Uh, this week, I was told I had quite a nice voice and was also funny. So thank you for that. Um, I also like like messages like that, but I try not to say it because you know, G. Just- I, I like to let G be the people guy. I'm more the tech guy. I feel like that's the way this this relationship works. That's so fair. please forward any correspondences you have about people to him, any, <laughs> um, any statements about DB ratings or uh, the levels in our fades or indeed the quality of our audio to me. Nothing to do with emotions. Um, I don't do very well with those. So thanks for listening. Um, please, as ever, tell a friend and uh, keep it both gay, I guess. Yeah, keep it, keep it post gay and we'll see you next week. Well, you'll hear us. We won't see you. That'd be weird. That would be weird. If we'll we just see. saw all our listeners. That's an episode they... of Black Mirror right that is, there. Yeah, straight up. We should, yeah. we should get in contact with Charlie Brooker. Well, we're, we're gonna, next week we'll be uh, announcing our soon-to-be, our co-produced episode of Black Mirror about evil podcasts. <laughs> um, and also doing another episode of the podcast. So, Which uh, isn't evil. I'd say this podcast chaotic neutral. I would chaotic, say. yeah, no, chaotic neutral. I'm down with that. Goodbye. <laughs>